The Sayings of Lao Tzu, Episode Eight. Good is like water. Water brings good to all things and does not contain. 请上车的乘客，往车厢中。这是勇敢的海燕，在怒吼的大海上，在闪电中间高傲的飞翔，让暴风雨来得更猛烈些吧。Romeo denies thy father and refuses thy name. Or if thou be but sworn, my love, that I'll no longer be a Capulet. 所以尊称我一声郭大侠。奋不顾身的助他，你心头牢牢记着“为国为民，侠之大者”这八个字，成为受万民敬仰的真正大侠。妈妈，快来讲故事吧，咱们接着讲《西游记》吧。今天是孙悟空大闹天宫的故事。我最大的爱好就是读书，读各类书。我想这是一个终身的爱好。听，鸟儿的欢鸣，溪水的婉转。听，爱与恨，悲与喜，苦与乐，得与失。听，跳跃的文字，灵动的声音。You're listening to more to read. 欢迎收听轻松调频美文阅读 ，More to Read， 我是沈听，让我们在这里一起听美文学英语。在今天的节目中，我们将会听到美国作家威廉·怀特的一句话，由中外诗人分别创作的和春雨相关的诗歌，以及英国作家爱德华·卢卡斯的一篇散文《The Windmill》，风车。More to Read， 用文字抒发感情。用文字诉说故事，用文字穿越古今。Daily quote。A little knowledge is not a dangerous thing to one who does not mistake it for a great deal. William White。知识浅薄，对一个人并不危险，只要他不误以为知识渊博。威廉·怀特。威廉·艾伦·怀特出生于1868年 ，1944 年去世，美国编辑作家。他出生在堪萨斯州的恩波里亚，曾是一名记者，后来于1895年收购了《公报》。1912年，他支持西奥多·罗斯福的美国进步党。20世纪30年代，他又支持富兰克林·德拉诺·罗斯福总统的经济政策。尽管他是共和党人，但是在1924年，他作为中立派竞选堪萨斯州州长，以此反对三 K 党的行为。威廉·怀特说：“知识浅薄并不危险，危险的是一个没有什么知识的人，却自以为是，以为自己知识渊博。”因而到处恃才为傲，甚至招摇撞骗，这样的危害可就不小了。这句话充满了讽刺意味。
其实是要警示那些半瓶水摇的叮当响的人，与其到处卖弄自己不多的学识，不如埋头增进自己的学问。不然的话，还不如就老老实实的充当一个知识浅薄的人来的好。A little knowledge is not a dangerous thing to one who does not mistake it for a great deal. William White. 知识浅薄。对一个人并不危险，只要他不误以为知识渊博。威廉·怀特。More to read。闭上双眼，静静聆听，敞开心扉，慢慢品味。Poem of the day。April Rain Song by Langston Hughes. Let the rain kiss you. Let the rain beat upon your head with silver liquid drops. Let the rain sing you a lullaby. The rain makes still pools on the sidewalk. The rain makes running pools in the gutter. The rain plays a little sleep song on our roof at night, and I love the rain. Four Seasons Songs, Langston Hughes. 让银色的雨珠轻敲你头，让雨为你唱摇篮曲。雨汇入路边小水塘，流进排水沟。夜里，雨儿在屋顶哼唱着安眠曲。我爱雨。我们刚刚听到的这首诗歌出自美国著名诗人兰斯顿·休斯。诗歌的题目是《April Rain Song》，四月雨歌。英文版本由 Mark Griffiths 为您朗读，中文版本由轻松调频的主持人小斐为您朗诵。兰斯顿·休斯出生于1902年 ，1967 年去世。在美国文坛，尤其是黑人文学方面，是一个举足轻重的人物。他写过小说、戏剧、散文、历史、传记等各种文体的作品，还把西班牙文和法文的诗歌翻译成英文，甚至编辑过其他黑人作家的文选。但他主要以诗歌著称，被誉为黑人民族的桂冠诗人。我们今天读到的这首《April Rain Song》四月雨歌，是一首描写简单而诗意的雨的庆典的诗歌。从这首诗中，我们可以看到兰斯顿·休斯的诗歌技巧，他将其独特的风格和抒情性完美的融入到了整首诗当中。休斯在诗中把雨拟人化，他这样写道：“让雨亲吻你，这便为雨赋予了一个甜美、迷人和温柔的个性。之后
，有关语的描述所采用的词汇，如银色、摇篮曲、小水塘等，传递给人的感受都是于是温柔和令人舒适的。接着，诗人也描述了雨水对城市的影响。雨水汇集在人行道和排水沟里，晚上在屋顶上敲打出一首安眠曲，可以看出，在这首诗中，雨给人一种安慰和安全感。正如我们很多人对雨所拥有的感受是一样的，当我们听见外面淅淅沥沥的雨声时，便会有想要安然入睡的感觉，既温暖又安全。April Rain Song by Langston Hughes. Let the rain kiss you. Let the rain beat upon your head with silver liquid drops. Let the rain sing you a lullaby. The rain makes still pools on the sidewalk. The rain makes running pools in the gutter. The rain plays a little sleep song on our roof at night. And I. Love the rain. Four Christmas songs, Langston Hughes. Let 雨汇入路边小水塘，流进排水沟。夜里，雨儿在屋顶哼唱着安眠曲。我爱雨。接下来，让我们再来读一首同样是描写春雨美景的中国古典诗词，来感受一下中西方文人对于春天和春雨的不同感悟。这就是我们大家都非常熟悉的《滁州西涧》。滁州西涧，韦应物。独怜幽草涧边生，上有黄鹂深树鸣。春潮带雨晚来急，野渡无人舟自横。Westbrook at Chuzhou。Wei Ying Wu. Love the quiet grass, growing by the side of the brook. Overhead, warble the orioles in the depth of woods. Spring tide with rain at dusk, swift and hell bent. Backland ferry, unmanned, has drifted of itself aslant.
我们刚刚听到的这首诗出自唐代著名诗人韦应物，诗歌的题目是《滁州西涧》，Westbrook at Chuzhou。中文版本由青松调频的主持人小斐为您朗诵，英文版本由任志记、于正翻译，由 Mark Griffiths 为您朗读。韦应物，字义伯，京兆杜陵人，也就是今天的陕西西安人。他是唐朝的官员、诗人，世称为苏州、为左思、为江州。韦应物是山水田园派诗人，他的诗风承淡精致，诗歌内容丰富，风格独特，影响深远。后人每以王孟韦柳并称，即王维、孟浩然、韦应物和柳宗元。我们今天读到的《滁州西涧》是韦应物的一首写景七绝。作者任滁州刺史时，游览至滁州西涧，写下了这首诗情浓郁的小诗。这首诗写的虽然是平常的景物，但经诗人的点染，却成了一幅意境幽深的有韵之画，还蕴含了诗人一种不在其位、不得其用的无奈与忧伤情怀，也就是作者对自己怀才不遇的不平。滁州西涧，韦应物。独怜幽草涧边生，上有黄鹂深树鸣。春潮带雨晚来急，野渡无人舟自横。Westbrook at Chuzhou, Wei Ying Wu. Love the quiet grass, growing by the side of the brook. Overhead, warble the orioles in the depth of woods. Springtide with rain at dusk, swift and hell bent. Backland ferry, unmanned. Has drifted of itself aslant. Words. 欢迎您继续收听轻松调频美文阅读 More to Read， 我是沈听。下面让我们一起来感受 Beauty of Words。今天让我们一起来读一篇由英国作家爱德华·卢卡斯所写的散文《The Windmill》（风车）。爱德华·卢卡斯出生于1868年 ，1938 年去世，英国著名作家、散文家。他一生勤于笔耕，著述颇丰，其创作题材以散文为主，先后出版过《炉边和阳光照到的地方》《人物和喜剧》等多部散文集。卢卡斯的散文风格接近兰姆，语言简朴，格调雅致。我们今天要读到的这篇散文呢，就集中体现了这种风格
。好，下面就让我们一起来读一下这篇文章的中英文版本。中文版本由高健翻译。The Windmill by Edward Lucas， 风车，爱德华·卢卡斯。Chance recently made me for a while the tenant of a windmill, not to live in and unhappily not to grind corn in, but to visit as the mood arose. And see the ships in the harbour from the topmost window, and look down on the sheep and the green world all around. For this mill stands high and wide, so wide indeed that when there is a thunder cloud behind it, it seems a thing of polished aluminium. 偶然的机会曾使我不久之前一度成了一座风车的住客，不过不是真住进去，而且说来可惜。也不是进里面去摸什么东西，而只是随其性之所至进里面去转转，从它顶窗的高处望望港口的舰船，或者俯视一下周围的羊群与绿野。这座风车高大而洁白，而且白得那么厉害，所以每逢雷雨云绕行到它的背后时，整个风车简直光亮的如铝制一般。From its windows, you can see four other mills, all like itself, idle, and one merely a ruin, and one with only two sweeps left. But just over the next range of hills, out of sight, to the northeast, is a windmill that still merrily goes, and about five miles away to the northwest is another also active. So that things are not quite so bad hereabouts as in many parts of the country. Where the good breezes blow altogether in vain. From 风车的几个窗口，你还可以望见另外四座风车，而这些和它一样，也都在闲着。其中一个已破损不堪，另一个也只剩下两个翅膀。但就在过了下一道山岗，远的看不见了的东北方向，便有一座风车在那里欢快地转动着。另外，西北面四五里处。也有一个风车甚为活跃，所以这里的情形还不像全国其他地方那么糟糕。那里的阵阵好风，完全平白给浪费掉了。Thinking of the losses which England has had forced upon her by steam and the ingenuity of the engineer, one is disposed to count the decay of the windmill among the first. Perhaps, in the matter of pure picturesqueness, the most serious thing that ever happened to England was the discovery of galvanized iron roofing. But after all, there was never anything but quiet and rich and comfortable beauty about red roofs, whereas the living windmill is not only beautiful but romantic too—a willing, man-serving creature, yoked to the elements, a whirling monster. Often a thing of terror. 一想起英国由于蒸汽机及其创制者的一番新才所带给他的种种损失，人们总不免要把风车的衰退列为其中的第一桩。也许单以景观的严厉而论，英国所遭遇的最大严重事件便是镀锌铁屋顶的发明。不过，毕竟红色屋顶也不能说没有它的某种安详富丽与舒适之美。但是飞转着的风车就不仅好看，而且浪漫，一种受制于自然但甘心为人服役的驯服家伙，一个飞舞旋转的怪物，一件往往令人生怖的东西。
No one can stand very near the crashing sweeps of a windmill in half a gale without a frightening of the heart, a feeling comparable to that which comes from watching the waves break over a wall in a storm. And to be within the mill at such a time is to know something of sound's very sources. It is the cave of noise itself. No doubt there are dens of hammering energy which are more shattering. But the noise of a windmill is largely natural, the product of wood striving with the good sou'wester. It fills the ears rather than assaults them. The effect, moreover, is by no means lessened by the absence of the wind itself and the silent nonchalance of the miller and his man, who move about in the midst of this appalling racket with the quiet efficiency of vergers. 谁如果在天风稍盛的时候？多少靠近一座风车的轰鸣的翅膀，都不能不心头骤然紧张起来。那感觉恰与人们在暴风雨中望见大水漫壁时的情景相同。而这时，居于风车之内，最能理解声音的来源，这里便是声音的洞穴。当然，有些孔窍中所发出的声响，地崩山摧，具有更大的震撼威力。但风车之声则大体是自然音籁，为木物与西南风相搏击所产生。它只是盛满人耳而无威逼之感。再说，这种效果绝不因为风的不在或莫场主及其用人的淡漠而有所减弱。这些人即便在震耳欲聋的喧嚣之下，也总是一副教堂管事人的文静态度，办事有条不紊。In my mill, of course, there is no such uproar, nothing but the occasional shaking of the cross pieces of the idle sails. Everything is still, and the pity of it is that everything is in almost perfect order for the day's work. The mill, one day, some score years ago, was full of life; the next, and ever after, mute and lifeless, like a stream frozen in a night. Or the palace in Tennyson's ballad of the Sleeping Beauty, there is no decay, merely inanition. One or two of the apple wood cogs have been broken from the great wheel, a few floor planks have been rotted, but that is all. A week's overhauling would put everything right, but it will never come, and the cheerful winds that once were to drive a thousand English mills so happily, now. Bustle over the channel in vain. 当然，我所在的磨坊并没有这般喧闹，只是偶尔听到这些冷落的翻译上横木的几声嘎鸣，周遭则是一片沉寂。尤其使人怅惘的是，这里一切仿佛夜已完全就绪，只待当天的开工。这个磨坊一度，大约几十年前也曾生气勃勃，但是接着以及从此之后。便永归敲静与烟雾生气，正如一条溪流入夜突然风动，或如叮一声睡美人诗中的寂寞宫殿。这不是一般衰落，而是亡其魂魄。风车上几个苹果木笋子已从轮机上脱去，底板上也有木材烂掉，只此而已。一周的功夫便足以把这一切修缮过来，但已永远无此可能。于是，那过去曾驱动千千万万英国风车团团新舞的阵阵好风，今天也只能在英吉利海峡之上徒令空忙而已
The Windmill, by Edward Lucas. Chance recently made me for a while the tenant of a windmill, not to live in, and unhappily not to grind corn in, but to visit as the mood arose, and see the ships in the harbour from the topmost window, and look down on the sheep and the green world all around. For this mill stands high and wide. So white indeed that when there is a thunder cloud behind it, it seems a thing of polished aluminium. From its windows you can see four other mills, all like itself, idle, and one merely a ruin, and one with only two sweeps left. But just over the next range of hills, out of sight to the northeast, is a windmill that still merrily goes, and about five miles away to the northwest. Is another also active, so that things are not quite so bad hereabouts as in many parts of the country, where the good breezes blow altogether in vain. Thinking over the losses which England has had forced upon her by steam and the ingenuity of the engineer, one is disposed to count the decay of the windmill among the first. Perhaps, in the matter of pure picturesqueness, the most serious thing that ever happened to England was the discovery of galvanized iron roofing. But after all, there was never anything but quiet and rich and comfortable beauty about red roofs, whereas the living windmill is not only beautiful but romantic too—a willing, man-serving creature, yoked to the elements, a whirling monster. Often a thing of terror. No one can stand very near the crashing sweeps of a windmill in half a gale without a frightening of the heart, a feeling comparable to that which comes from watching the waves break over a wall in a storm. And to be within the mill at such a time is to know something of sounds' very sources. It is the cave of noise itself. No doubt there are dens of hammering energy which are more shattering. But the noise of a windmill is largely natural, the product of wood striving with the good sou'wester. It fills the ears rather than assaults them. The effect, moreover, is by no means lessened by the absence of the wind itself and the silent nonchalance of the miller and his man, who move about in the midst of this appalling racket with the quiet efficiency of vergers. In my mill, of course, there is no such uproar. Nothing but the occasional shaking of the cross pieces of the idle sails. Everything is still, and the pity of it is that everything is in almost perfect order for the day's work. The mill one day, some score years ago, was full of life; the next, and ever after, mute and lifeless, like a stream frozen in a night, or the palace in Tennyson's ballad of the Sleeping Beauty. There is no decay. Merely in addition, one or two of the apple wood cogs have been broken from the great wheel, a few floor planks have been rotted, but that is all. A week's overhauling would put everything right, but it will never come, and the cheerful winds that once were to drive a thousand English mills so happily now bustle over the Channel in vain. Thank you for listening to today's English reading program. You can also use the App of Yuan App. 
在线实时收听美文阅读以及轻松调频的其他节目。想要查看美文阅读节目文稿，欢迎您访问网站 radio dot cgtn dot com。今天的节目就到这儿，我是沈听，我们明天见。